Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about the progestogen only pill. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash POP or in the contraception section of the Zero to Finals Obstetrics and Gynecology book. So let's get straight into it. The progestogen-only pill, or POP, is a type of contraceptive pill that only contains progesterone. The POP is taken continuously, unlike the cyclical combined pills. This means there's no pill-free period. It's more than 99% effective with perfect use, but less effective with typical use, at 91%. The progestogen-only pill has far fewer contraindications and risks compared with the combined pill. The only UK MEC4 criteria for the POP is active breast cancer. Let's talk about the types. There are two types of progestogen-only pill to remember. Traditional progestogen-only pills, for example, Norgestin and Noriday, and Desogestrel-only pills, for example, Cerazet. The traditional progestogen-only pill cannot be delayed for more than three hours. Taking the pill more than three hours late is considered a missed pill. The Desogestrel-only pill can be taken up to 12 hours late and still be effective. Taking the pill more than 12 hours late is considered a missed pill. Let's talk about the mechanism of action. Traditional progestogen-only pills work mainly by thickening the cervical mucus, altering the endometrium and making it less accepting of implantation, and reducing ciliary action in the fallopian tubes. Desogestrel has an additional mechanism of action which is to inhibit ovulation. It also works by thickening the cervical mucus, altering the endometrium and reducing the ciliary action in the fallopian tubes. Let's talk about starting the pill. Starting the progestogen-only pill on day 1 to 5 of the menstrual cycle means the woman is protected immediately. It can be started at other times of the cycle provided pregnancy can be excluded. Additional contraception is required for 48 hours when starting at other times of the menstrual cycle, not on day 1 to 5. It takes 48 hours for the cervical mucus to thicken enough to prevent sperm from entering the uterus. The progestogen-only pill can be started even if there's a risk of pregnancy, as it's not known to be harmful in pregnancy. However, the woman should do a pregnancy test three weeks after the last unprotected intercourse. Emergency contraception before starting the pill may need to be considered. A tom tip for you. It takes 48 hours for the progestogen-only pill to thicken the cervical mucus enough to prevent the sperm from entering the uterus and therefore protecting against pregnancy. The combined pill takes 7 days before the woman is protected against pregnancy as it works by inhibiting ovulation rather than by thickening the cervical mucus. Therefore, additional contraception is required for 48 hours with the progestogen-only pill and seven days with the combined pill when starting after day five of the menstrual cycle. Both can be started within the first five days of the menstrual cycle and work immediately, 
as it's very unlikely the woman will ovulate this early in the cycle. Let's talk about switching pills. Firstly, switching between progestogen-only pills. You can switch between progestogen-only pills immediately without any need for extra contraception. What about switching from a combined oral contraceptive pill to a progestogen-only pill? When switching from a combined pill to a progestogen-only pill, the directions depend on what point they are in the combined pill pack. They can start the progestogen-only pill immediately without additional contraception if they have taken the combined pill consistently for more than seven days, meaning they are in week two or three of the pill pack, or they are on day one or two of the hormone-free period following a full pack of the combined pill. The rules for days three to seven of the hormone-free period and days one to seven of taking the combined pill depend on whether they have had unprotected sex since day three of the hormone-free period. If they have not had unprotected sex since day three of the hormone-free period, they can start the progestogen-only pill immediately, but they require additional contraception, meaning condoms, for the first 48 hours of taking the progestogen-only pill. If they have had unprotected sex since day three of the hormone-free period, they should take the combined pill until they've taken seven days consecutively, after which they can switch over to the progestogen-only pill without any additional requirements. Theoretically, taking the combined pill for seven days consecutively inhibits ovulation for the next seven days. The progestogen-only pill does not reliably prevent ovulation, and it works mainly by thickening the cervical mucus. Sperm can live for up to five days in the uterus. Therefore, if the woman has unprotected sex on day three or later of the hormone-free period after taking the combined pill, sperm can enter the uterus and live there for five days, until the eighth day after finishing the combined pill. Taking the progestogen-only pill during this time will make no difference to the sperm already in the uterus, as they've already got past the cervix. Then, if the woman ovulates on the eighth day after finishing the combined pill, those sperm are there in the uterus waiting to fertilise the egg. This is the reason for the different rules that come into play if the person has had sex since day three of the hormone-free period. Let's talk about the side effects and risks. Changes to the bleeding schedule is one of the primary adverse effects of the progestogen-only pill. Unscheduled bleeding is common in the first three months and often settles after that. Where the irregular bleeding is persistent, for example longer than three months, other causes need to be excluded, for example sexually transmitted infections, pregnancy or cancer. When taking the progestogen-only pill, approximately 20% will have no bleeding, called amenorrhea, 40% will have regular bleeding, and 40% will have irregular, prolonged or troublesome bleeding. Other side effects include breast tenderness, headaches and acne. There is also an increased risk of ovarian cysts, 
a small increased risk of ectopic pregnancy with traditional progestogen-only pills but not desogesterol due to the reduced ciliary action in the fallopian tubes and a minimally increased risk of breast cancer which returns to normal 10 years after stopping the pill. A tom tip for you, the bleeding pattern that a woman will experience with progestogen-only contraception, meaning the pill, implants or injection, is quite unpredictable. To make it simple to remember, I round the risks into thirds, with a third having lighter, less regular or no bleeding, a third having normal bleeding and a third having unscheduled, heavier or more prolonged bleeding. It's not possible to predict how individuals will respond. Irregular or troublesome bleeding often settles after three months, so it may be worth persisting. Finally, let's talk about missed pills. A missed pill is classed as missed if it's more than three hours late for a traditional progestogen-only pill, which means more than 26 hours after the last pill was taken, or more than 12 hours late for the desogesterol progesterone-only pill which means more than 36 hours since the last pill was taken. The instructions are to take a pill as soon as possible, continue with the next pill at the usual time, even if this means taking two in 24 hours, and use extra contraception for the next 48 hours of regular use. Emergency contraception is required if they've had unprotected sex since the missed pill or within 48 hours of restarting the regular pills. Episodes of diarrhoea or vomiting are managed as missed pills due to the fact that the pill's less likely to be absorbed. Extra contraception, meaning condoms, is required until 48 hours after the diarrhoea and vomiting settle and the hormones are back in the system. So thanks for listening to this episode on the progestogen-only pill. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about the progestogen-only injection.